0: Hello and welcome to Desi Sportscast. Thank you again for downloading the podcast. Really appreciate the support. And today we have the first of two podcasts that we recorded with uh, the Dynamo Ultras, the supporters club originally of Delhi Dynamos. And um, it was a fascinating chat with the boys. Uh, Got a lot of insights into, in the first episode, uh, about football in Delhi, a bit of a history some great stories and also the formation of the ultras and the incredible first few seasons they had in the isl so we go through that and take it up to the year 2017 and hopefully you will enjoy the podcast and really appreciate any feedback comments you have please share those with us nevin and i really enjoy reading those and uh taking um feedback it's really good for us to keep on trying to improve the podcast but in the meantime please enjoy this podcast thank you Hello and welcome to Desi Sportscast, and we've got another podcast with a supporters group from India, uh, but a supporters group that has been through quite a bit in the recent history, and uh, for um, various reasons, I've been trying to get hold of them for a while, but we finally managed to get in touch. So it's a really warm welcome to the podcast to Manu Desai and Dipesh from the Dynamo Ultras. Welcome, guys. How are you, Dipesh, today? With you?
1: Uh, I am fine just enjoying the lockdown I guess it has been extended so we got to stay in a lot more
0: now. So uh, Manu you guys are in what week four week five of the lockdown?
2: Uh, Yeah it's been around 65-66 days and uh, it's been a long time and currently we are running out of ideas what to do next and it's been extended further so hoping for the best. How is it going on your side, mate? It's,
0: um, it's been very, very tough here. Uh, we're in week eight of the lockdown. It's been slightly eased, uh, but um, you've seen from the figures in the news, I'm sure we've had close to officially about 34,000, 35,000 people die, but um, yeah. they're saying it will be double that. So um, it's not been well, it's not been good here in the UK. Um, but, you know, and... There's not really too many signs of um, light at the end of the tunnel, but hopefully we'll get through it. And I really um, pray and wish that things go well back in India as well with you guys. Um, But obviously um, we are all sports people and there's no sports around the world, but it's good to catch up and talk about our favorite sport, uh, which is football. And for me, whenever I talk to... um, Uh, People back home, I always want to know why and how you got into football because whenever I think about India as I was growing up here in the UK is that everybody is just, it's all about cricket. So, Dupesh, how did the love affair with football start with you?
1: Uh, So, it was back in class 5, I guess. I went to Indian football teams match with my friend. So, I started football from there instead of uh, watching European football first. I watched it after I watched Indian football, so wow, that was a difference, I
0: guess. That's a big difference. I think you're the first one that said uh, you saw Indian football first and got into football rather than watching uh, European yeah, football. Yeah, that's
1: mainly, mainly because, uh, you know, Sunil Shethri was from Delhi. Of course. He was getting big at that time, obviously, so that was, that was a major thing.
0: Right. No? Manu, how about you?
1: Yeah, so I started watching United's games in,
2: I guess, 2008 season, when they won the Champions League. Mm-hmm. It was uh, probably the first season <laughs> when I started watching them. And uh, since then, it's just been getting on and on. Uh, after the that season, I followed the World Cup, uh, 2010's World Cup. Uh, uh, that was the first World Cup that I really followed. And uh, after that watch india winning south cups in delhi uh, stadium and been in the stadium for much longer time than i've been at school to be very honest with you
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's been like that
0: dupesh you have to put your cards on the table um have you got an epl team or a european team that you follow and go on I- i'm used to the bad news so go on, hit me
1: uh, so, European teams, I guess. I watch Real Madrid sometimes. Just sometimes, I guess. And I mostly watch Asian football these days. Oh, good. Instead of
0: European. So, yeah. So all Indian I hear and when I, I ask these sort of questions is we've got United fans, uh, Chelsea fans, Liverpool fans, you know. Uh, but um, one day I'm going to speak to a Leicester <laughs> fan. I'm sure there's a couple <laughs> out there back home. There's a billion of us, so there's got to be a few. Um, In terms of football in Delhi, both of you said, you know, you started off watching the national team, quite rightly as well, because the atmosphere I've seen on YouTube, I'm not lucky enough to have witnessed it live or on TV at the Ambedkar Stadium is quite special. But uh, in terms of uh, football generally in Delhi, uh, Manu, can you tell us about what what is the football scene like in Delhi growing up and uh, the interest in local football?
2: Uh, Alright, so to give you a little uh, bit broader view on this, uh, I'll say ki, uh, that the North India had only one club playing in the National League at that time, that was JCD Phagwana by owned by JCD Mills at that time, and they won the inaugural season of the National Football League, which was a huge, huge thing, Yeah for a, a team from North India to win against legend legendary teams like Mohun Bagan and East Bengal yeah. and beating them in that season itself. So after that the club disbanded for some reason. Uh, Petty politics was the main reason. But uh, after that we didn't have a club in North India. Leave alone Delhi. We didn't have a club to watch. Uh, from 2010, I was searching for a club in Delhi.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Couldn't find one. Uh, you can also find a uh, history about Delhi football, uh, no club has played, I league before, I league is, uh, now it's been uh, the second division of Indian football, but it was the main league, yeah. first division, uh, so there wasn't a lot about Delhi football when, back in the day and uh, till now I'll say there are 96 clubs, 96 clubs in Delhi alone. Wow. And none of them have a stand thing, apart from Delhi United, which we took over this season itself. But everything got absolutely... Uh, are we allowed to say things uh, that come
0: out of our hearts? Of course. This is a podcast. <laughs> of There's no censorship or um you know, language right controls, but you know, just bear so, in mind so we sometimes have under, sometimes under eighteen's listening. But come yeah, on, yeah. speak from the heart. It's the only way.
2: So, so everything got fucked up because of the obvious, obvious thing, the okay. association. Somehow, I think one thing that will unite the world is association fucking things up. That's the that's one thing that will unite everyone. So. So, uh, next thing is, uh, Delhi had absolutely nothing in terms of football, and there was only cricket, only cricket, uh, and in India, obviously, everyone knows that cricket is followed like a religion. Mm. People, term- is are termed as gods, and so, there's nothing wrong with that, but I think the football deserved little more respect than it did back in the days players were treated like subhumans of some kind didn't Mm. uh, have wages for Mm. a very long time Mm. Uh, basic infrastructure was not here uh, in football even now uh, clubs are not allowed to build single-purpose football stadiums
0: Yeah. yeah
2: so that's the kind of thing we have in india and especially delhi uh, so there is no. Uh, and now even uh, AIFF has stopped giving matches of national team to Delhi.
0: Mm.
2: So we haven't hosted a match of national team since a very long time. Apart from 2017. Yeah, that like, was
1: the last match.
0: Sorry, what, what year was that?
2: Are,
1: uh, we haven't had a senior team match since 2012, wow. I guess after they played a two-wall draw in Ambedkar Stadium. I clearly remember that match. Our uh, people were climbing on the walls of Ambedkar Stadium to just get the entry because guards were stopping everyone mm. from entering the stadium. Yeah. So, Absolutely. the thing is that Old Delhi is the epicenter of football in Delhi. It's not like we didn't have clubs. We, Manu just said we had 96 clubs. And uh, we had a proper football league in Delhi from April to December till 1990s. Everything got it was quite good before that. We had uh, some players in the Nehru Cup 1986 as well from Delhi. Two yeah. of the three people in front line were Delhiites. So,
0: so I mean, uh, somebody uh, for me uh, as an outsider looking in yeah. for a capital city, not have a club let alone most capital cities have a two or three professional top league clubs. <laughs> this was the biggest surprise to me that the capital of india didn't have a professional football club and um, I, I just couldn't understand the reason and i thought is it because there's no f- uh, passion for football because when you talk about india you always hear about the passion in the northeast in the east in the south and a little bit in mumbai and obviously in goa as well but you don't you you didn't hear the passion of football. I mean, you heard it, You mentioned JCT and Punjab, uh, but you didn't hear it in the capital. And I thought, is it uh, the culture in the city? Um,
1: it's not like that, actually. So the thing is, uh, we have some really old clubs, okay? We have Men, which is 122 years old.
0: Wow. Which is,
1: yeah, we have clubs like that in Delhi. We have the Mughals, which is also around 115 16 years old
0: 1905 I just did not know So
1: how many years Yeah So So we have clubs like that They also had A huge fan following Back in the day But um, The thing is that When everyone started You know Going the professional way Delhi clubs were happy Playing The Local league Instead of Trying to grow they were happy playing the local leagues. Right. There was a local derby, you know, City FC and Indian Nationals. Okay. It was the hottest match of Delhi in the sixties and seventies. People flogged it people flogged to Ambedkar Stadium back in the day for that match. You know, players after winning that match, players used to get feasts for an year or so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the sort of thing that happened back in the day. It
0: was not professional no, at all. It, it's unusual uh, so. to these stories and these histories of these incredible clubs that you've just told me about, obviously, you guys know about it, and a lot of people in India would know about it, but it's not as promoted, is it the right word, compared to the other parts uh, of the see, nation? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Manu, the thing um, is, go on, every,
1: sorry.
2: Yeah, uh, everything in football in India is Majorly dominated about how Mohan Bangal and East Bengal saved football, and it's always not the truth. So, what really happened was these two clubs played Monopoly over the years and played politics over the years to stop clubs from, you know, getting at the top and taking the football best form in India. Clubs like Dempo, mm. JCT, mm. and the list will go on and on. But uh, getting back to Delhi, the clubs, uh, Dipesh told you about, City and National, they had a match uh, in Ambed Stadium. Uh, it was a Saturday evening, I guess, in the 70s. So, uh, this is what my Nanaji told me about, my grandfather, uh, he said he was at that match. He said the player was going, for, uh, going to take a corner. He fell down for some reason Uh, and when he got up, uh, he found, uh, you know, these are, uh, there are threads and uh, religious threads like tabis we call them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there were about 100 or 100 or 200 of them buried down the corner flag for the team to win. (laughs) That was the culture of India. So around, in that match alone, there were, uh, the stadium was full. Uh, that's what my uh, grandfather told me. The stadium was full and uh, while exiting the stadium, what he saw was everyone around uh, from Old Delhi surrounded the stadium just to hear what's going on in there. Wow. Because it was a match where City were 3 nil
1: up at halftime. 3-0 right. down. So, down. City was 3 nil down or National yeah. won the match? Uh, City won the match, 6-3.
2: Six, six three, yeah. city city were three nil down at half time and the rivalry between these two clubs was such a, like uh, the owners of national FC bought sweets for you know everyone in the stadium probably <laughs> loads and loads of sweets loads and loads of food for the celebration of the match because it was such a big occasion for these two clubs to play against each other and it was like uh, whoever wins this owns the bragging rights so what happened after that was they were three nil up at half time and the match ended 6-3 match ended 6-3 with a brilliant brilliant comeback so what the owner of city FC did was he bought sweets and he bought the sweets off of national team (laughs) and (laughs) distributed them Among the whole crowd, and after that match, they had a feast in Old Delhi. Old Delhi is known for proper street food uh, of North India, Mm. and they had players' uh, players uh, went in there, uh, went in, uh, went in there, and you know, with families and stuff, fans were there. Everyone bought something from home, and. The, the, that was the culture that was the culture you know you win a huge match and you celebrate like it meant something yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah it yeah, meant
2: yeah. something a lot more than just winning a match
0: no no i understand so why the for reasons has,
2: yeah <laughs> as they showed you this went on for a year so that was something like that Guys. we had a culture but
0: you. Guys, you're you organized enough. You need to get somebody to write a book. That is a fantastic story. Just so that no one party story. has
1: already written about this. Yeah, he got it from there. He, uh, he has already written about this.
0: Who was, sorry?
1: Uh, Novi Oh so no uh,
0: All right, okay. Yeah. But the history of football football in, football in Delhi I think story. that's a story that needs to be um, told. And that's a brilliant story that you've just shared. Um, But obviously, I I, I mentioned the Duran Cup and I knew that it's one of the biggest trophies or was the biggest trophies is, I don't know, it's debatable, uh, in India. So the football tradition was there from uh, a long time ago. So when you guys heard that um, the Indian Super League was starting, there might be a football club in... Did you think there would be a football club from the get-go in Delhi, uh, Dipesh?
1: Uh, I actually got to know about it just before. Indian Super League started for some reason I don't know they announced the signing of Del Piero and that is when I got to know about Delhi Dynamos I did not know about it uh, so I was in class I don't know 10th I guess 9th or 10th yeah so and, and when they announced the signing of Del Piero and that is when most of us in our class got to know about Delhi Dynamos And we didn't even know about Indian Super League Yeah.
0: And Manu, when you, uh, this is so unusual for me because in the UK you grow up with the team because they're so old with a lot of history, most of them here, so you don't have a choice. And just like my son, he doesn't have a choice. He's going to be a Leicester (laughs) fan for the rest of his life, you know. (laughs) Um, But for you guys, it's a new club. And um, how do you go from having a new franchise in your city to getting together and forming the Ultras? How does that process start? I've spoken to another sports club but how does it how did it go in uh, Delhi how did you guys get together were you friends before or no we were we met at the stadium right
1: and that is how it started so the thing is that uh, we would have supported a local club before Delhi Dynamo's if we knew all of that all of this back then but obviously we didn't know about it so I started watching Delhi Dynamos. I started coming to stadium after Manu did. Manu started in 2014, I guess. But I had my board exams at that time, so I couldn't go. I started in 2015. Manu Manu can tell you more about how the formation of Dynamos Ultras was.
0: So Manu, you're one of the originals and hardcore. So how did you guys get together and form the ultras?
1: (laughs) So,
2: uh, the thing that you uh, mentioned that in UK and many European countries, you grow up with a football team and obviously you don't have a choice. You have to support your local team, right?
0: Unless you're you a Man support, United uh, fan. The <laughs> then you can come from anywhere in the world. Most of them are from London. so yeah. on, that's beside the point. I thought I'd just
2: get a bit Yeah, a... Uh, yeah, uh, no, uh, no comments, right? I know. So... <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves to dig out United, take a dig at United, kick them while they're down, so no worry. No,
0: no, laughing. sorry, go on. So,
2: <laughs> no, no, no. So, uh, yeah, it was like a big thing, like signing of Del Hero. It was like the huge announcement that ISL is here yeah. and there's something new thing. And it was termed as the Glamour League. Mm. For quite a long time because it had uh, Terrace Gate played here, you know, Silvestre uh, was here, mm. even uh, Robert Perez was here, and legends played uh, the game. And you know, uh, people just flocked in to see these legends that they saw on TV.
0: Yeah, I
2: mean, I was uh, 14 years old when uh Berry came mm. 2014 and uh. Uh, I went to the very first match with my brother. It was against Mumbai City, I guess, or something. Uh, Yeah, no, it was against Chennai. So, uh, it was a good match we won. So, uh, from that moment on, uh, even before that, the stadium love that I have is from 2011 when um, India beat Afghanistan in the SAFTA Cup and another interesting match was uh, India versus Munich. That was held in 2012, Uh, that was a a retirement match of Indian legend by Changbhurya.
0: Right, alright. So, uh,
2: band played India, Uh, they scored four goals in the first half, obviously, and they were, you know, I think, nice enough to not score any more in the second half. (laughs) So, that was from where I loved going to stadiums.
0: And everybody remembers oh, their first game, I, and did you, when you went to that first game against Chennai, did you fall in love with the dynamers? was it immediate, or did it take time to build up that yeah, passion obvious, and love?
2: The, uh, the thing is, uh, the stadium gives you an adrenaline rush, you can't get it, uh, many people can get it, but it's not the same while watching TV, uh, yeah. w- watching a TV or watching it on point. the screens in pub. the stadium is stadium, yeah, the, that's the truth. And <laughs> that is the original. And uh, what I didn't have was, to, uh, was a club to support. And now finally I had a club to support and they were playing beautifully. They were led by Del Piero. They, uh, and I think there wasn't anything more to ask for right now. I mean, It was like a huge, huge thing. And it came right on. And uh, since that match, I've uh, missed only one match. Wow. Uh, uh, That was against Goa because I was very, very sick. Uh, Ditesh knows that even when I was sick, I came to the stadium. And, you know, (laughs) I had a few bad spells at the stands sometimes, but even that couldn't stop from getting to the stadiums. That was a love for Di- uh, Delhi Dynamo's, and
0: it just all went away. We'll talk about that like in a minute, overnight. but let's, let's reminisce about that when you had the club in Delhi, and you had a tough first season, but a good first season, but then you had two um, really good seasons, and that's when, Dipesh, you joined. So, Dipesh, what was it like getting to the semifinals in your, in your first season supporting your club? of the playoffs? Uh,
1: It was it was amazing Uh, we defeated Goa in the semi-finals at the home league and that was all we could ask for Mm. you know deep inside you knew that Goa was going to win the championship they didn't but that was what everyone thought okay so even that home win was something was more than what we could have asked for you know that was how good Goa was in that season Mm. And yeah, it was just amazing attending matches in the stadium. The crowd was increasing as well. The attendance stats and everything. Yeah, I was, I was,
0: they were, I, I was just going to beg your pardon for interrupting, Depeche, but I, yeah. you, you mentioned the crowd and I was looking at the um, support yeah. that the um, Dynamos were getting and you're getting about uh, 19,000, I think, average. What was the atmosphere like? Yeah. Because I know you're playing in the Nero Stadium, which is 60,000 capacity, but. What was the atmosphere like? Did it feel like it was um, a third full or did it feel like it was pretty much full in terms of the atmosphere, especially with the club doing so well? It was, look, uh, no matter how much
1: you fill the Nehru Stadium, you can never like get the atmosphere that you get and that you expect, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just too far away from the field, first of all,
0: yeah,
1: and creating field. an atmosphere is really difficult in that stadium, but True. somehow we True. managed with 19,000 people, it looked half full, I guess, which was not bad for Delhi, because we hadn't had a club in the top division ever,
0: mm.
1: ever. That was the first time we had anything close to the top division in Delhi, so it was really amazing for us. Just the third season, I'm really sad that they decided to move after just five seasons of, you know, a club in Delhi in the top division. Yeah. Just five seasons. They didn't even give enough time to build something out there. I heard the podcast with Rohan, both the parts, to see what he thought about Delhi Dynamos. But it was really sad, you know. Yeah. That he thought that he had to build a center before getting any stability. Mm. We can talk about what all he did. We have a lot of complaints. You asked that how can someone Let pay it. Rohan Sharma?
0: I know, I know. Okay, um,
1: we will talk about that. We talk yeah, about that. let's, let's we, talk about that later, yeah.
0: I, I just want to reminisce. <laughs> let's, <because>
1: let's remember <laughs> the good things
2: first. I was going to say, you had a yeah. lot of
0: good uh, good times. I'm living through it with my club here yeah. in England. And it's something that you don't forget, you know. We've had ups and downs as a club as well. But the good times, you you, you, you don't want to forget it either. And obviously, you had a yeah. second season where you reached the semi-finales, Manu. Um, so, yeah. you know, did you think he'd had a chance of beating the Blasters in that same fall? Because it went to penalties and he must have been very, very tight. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah uh, actually, in the penalty shootout, we were asked by the CEO of the team, a uh, president of the team, Prashant Agarwal, to, you know, come behind the goalpost where the penalties were supposed to happen, and we did. And it was heartbreaking to see it from that angle, from (laughs) that (laughs) slow. Our players missing the crucial penalties. I think we were much better there, only in the B36. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It was shattering, to be very honest. I was very uh, disheartened. I cried. It's the worst way to lose. Yeah, it's the worst way to lose. And after that, the best thing was about that, was silver lining was every player uh, came and hugged us before you oh, know wow. leaving because it was, was yeah they were departing and we were uh, waiting for them uh, uh, to, you know say the final goodbye of the season because we knew people uh, players like Maluda and manager Zambrota wasn't coming back for the next season mm. but. We always had the hope, and you know, uh, they were very nice that they, even after that penalty shootout, which was obviously very disheartening for them too, they can see, uh, we could see the tears of Maluda
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, from where we are. And I don't know uh, how a legendary player like Maluda or Zambrota can connect to Delhi Dynamos. Uh, like, you know, uh, Carlos was the manager before Zambarota. In the season where uh, we got beat by Goa in the semi-finals. So, what Carlos did was, uh, when he was walking towards the bench, he would always come and, you know, bow down before the banner of Ultras. And we were chanting constantly, Carlos, Carlos, (laughs) and he bowed down. And he made the whole team come and, you know, clap for the fans too after the games. Even, uh, that was replicated by Zambrota too. He himself, you know, folded hands and, uh, you know, the, said namaste in the first uh, interaction that he had with uh, us when the announcement of Zambrota was being uh, held at Jawaharlal his Stadium itself. And uh, that was something we did not expect from these legends. Like, they've had support that was... You know, massive, Mm. something that was historic. Like, Mm. he came from Milan and Barcelona and Carlos led Montreal. I mean, he's Brazilian.
0: Yeah, but you can tell... It wasn't
2: something new about
0: uh, But you can tell the character and nature of these top, top footballers. they, They can connect with the fan base and the club so quickly. I think that speaks volumes for them. Um, but also the way you must have made them feel so it works both ways. But for them to reciprocate, I think that's fantastic to hear. Well, I hope you enjoyed that first podcast with the uh, um, Dynamo Ultras. Um, there will be a second podcast which we'll pick up from where we left off, taking the story from 2017 to basically now. And you'll see um what's happened and what they are planning for the future and it is a great story about what they're doing at the moment so please look out for the second podcast which will be out this week but thank you once again for downloading the podcast and um please uh, if you like it press the like button it does make a difference um, to us and obviously please share your comments and views on the podcast because that's the only way we'll improve But thank you again and hope to uh, speak to you all soon. Thank you. Bye.